Hola, amiga. I believe the only way to create a life of your dreams is by taking massive action that makes shit happen. Basically, amiga, handle your shit. Yes, I said that. Handle your shit. Stop playing small and start breaking down cultural limitations, gain back your feminine power, and become the unapologetic and unstoppable Latina you were destined to be. This show is meant to inspire, motivate, and awaken your soul's potential. You will learn from business professionals, successful entrepreneurs, and creatives that will teach you mental corrections, insider tips, success strategies, and of course, a dose of personal development. I am your host, Jackie Tapia, lawyer, transformational life coach, and entrepreneur. I am also a wife and mom to a little badass Latina. I'm obsessed with changing the Latina's mindset and breaking down cultural barriers so that you can live your best life and step into your true power and start living a life of abundance in all ways and always. Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hola, amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. I'm super excited for today, as I always am with all of my guests. Today's very special, and it's special for many, many, many reasons. And before we step into introducing our next guest, I really wanted to speak about the fact that November 3rd is fast approaching, and that is the day that we get to vote. We as women have been allowed, literally allowed to vote for the past hundred years. And so how many of us amigas out there have actually voted? I'm sure there isn't someone out there who's a hundred years old, but I do have to say that we as Latinas, we need to make a major changes in this respect because our voting power is huge, huge. So I live in California. And so many of us are a bit frightened about what's going on with the pandemic and really don't want to be around crowds and rightly so since COVID's been happening, or at least it was discovered in March of this year. At least that's when we found out, right? And I want to let you know that if you live here in California, that at least you can present an absentee ballot and the postmark date cannot be later than November 3rd. So you have the chance to mail in your ballot to make your voice heard. So if you are a bit frightened to go cast your vote in person, no worries. You can send it by mail as long as it's been postmarked that day. So that is one thing I really, really encourage you to do because it's super important. I've been voting since I've been eligible to vote, and that was when I was 18 years old. And whoever it is, it doesn't matter. Just go vote. Remember, a 100 years ago, women lost their lives. They really suffered to get us this right. So make us proud. Go out there and cast your vote. And You know, that's how an amiga handles her shit. You know, one of the things, like I said, is voting. 
making your voice heard and let it be known that you matter, right? You matter. So as we're speaking about matter, we matter. We definitely do. I also wanted to let you know that there's a a couple of masterminds that I'm launching in November, and you can definitely visit my website at JackieTapia.com so that you can at least get a feel and also register by sending a form that you're interested in participating. And so that is in November. There will be two opportunities. Currently, I am leading the Living Macro Mastermind, and it is going super amazing. We have experts, and one of our experts is Laura Marcos. And so what is so special about Laura Marcos? She is our guest today. And Laura Marcos is a leading voice in intuitive education, sacred relationships, and indigenous healing. Recently awarded Iconic Woman Changing for a Better World for All by the Women's Economic Forum in London. Laura empowers parents, teens, and business professionals to experience their own intuitive gifts for radiant well-being and limitless manifestation. Integrating 17 plus years as a school counselor, educator, interfaith minister, and guardian of earth-based medicine. Laura catalyzes quantum leaps for others that not only nourish the soul, but align in service to a thriving world. And I'm super excited that she is an expert in my Living Macro Mastermind, but we have her here today to teach us, to let us know how important alchemy is in our lives and also how there's ways to heal our bodies through plant medicine. So without further ado, here is Laura Marcos. Well, welcome, 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 Laura Marcos to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. I'm so happy to see you, my beautiful soul sister. I haven't seen your lovely face since we were in Sedona, and so I'm excited to have you here and be a guest of Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Thank you, and welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited. Those of you out there, Amigas, you're in for a beautiful treat. This woman is so special. She has such a healing heart, healing energy, and you are going to listen and you're going to savor everything she says because she is an angel. She's an angel and I love her and I'm so happy that I have had the chance to meet her. I've been to her house, which is in Sedona, and she's taking me through these beautiful mountains, done beautiful ceremonies that can make the angriest person cry, literally. She's so authentic. She's so beautiful inside and out. And I'm so, so excited to have her here. She's the founder of Alchemy for Everyone, but she's also has this amazing course that is called Embody Your Alchemy. Oh my God, these are words of alchemy. Like, what is that? So we're going to get really meaty in deep into alchemy 
and she's going to tell you so much more. So we're going to start off first with some background because my beautiful woman here, she is Cubana, Cubana Americana. So my love, Laura, welcome, welcome, welcome. So tell us, where were you born and what lights you up? Oh my goodness. Well, first, thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. I'm totally blushing. The honor is completely mine. You know that when we first met at a networking event in Vegas, that I totally lit up uh, meeting you and saw you as a, a fellow sister. You know, when I attend these big events, I'm always looking, where are the sisters at? You know, where are the women that hey, really yes. to meet? at the heart and really speak from that place and honor each other's like beauty and wisdom and help each other from that space of, of authenticity. So thank you so much for seeing what is in you, in me. It's uh, just a privilege to be on your show and sharing from the heart what it, you know, how it is that we came to be and, and do this work. Right. So uh, yes, uh, my parents are both from Cuba and uh, to answer you, your, you know, your question, I, I grew up outside of New York City in a town called Union City, New Jersey, one of the most densely populated areas in the United States. You know, there's uh, over 70,000 inhabitants in, um, you know, 1.26 square miles. Wow. And most are people of color. Actually, I tell people I got to grow up in a Latino neighborhood. Mm. I had the privilege of knowing what that was like. And I really identify with being an underdog and then thus being of service to other people that are underdogs and helping them find their strength and their voice. So yeah, the journey started there. The journey started with a, an, a, an intense acculturation process for my parents had been uh, fleeing the oppression of the Castro regime and trying to make sense of their own lives and integrate into the American dream here. So they, they did a wonderful job by deciding that they would get educated and get a home. And they sought to really instill myself and my brother with those same values. You know, you got to work hard. You've got to, you know, have money to buy a house and have a family and, you know, be very respectable in society. So that's where I started. Yes, absolutely. I think uh, it's beautiful that... Yeah, my parents are also are immigrants, you know, coming into this country and the values that they instill of hard work, dedication, respect, integrity. I love all that. So that resonates with me because Jesus, God, you know, there's so much out there where people are not respectful, are not with integrity. And when you are confronted with someone who is like that, you start to think like, ah, like, where did you grow up? Why are you like that? So I know, I know exactly what you mean. So tell me, Laura, tell our listeners out there. So you grew up outside of New York. Okay. Now, but you no longer live over there. So how did that happen? Like, how did you come to go to Sedona? Because now that's where you live. But I know you have a tremendous, huge background in education. And so I think it's super important for our listeners to hear about that. Well, like you said, our parents taught us to work really hard. So I did. I was a straight A student, full scholarship to college and tried to live the American dream by going right away, right upon graduation to work in corporate America. I quickly realized that I had been betrayed. You know, I was like, what? I got all these A's and all these honor roll certificates for a, you know, two week vacation and a 401k working in a, you know, cubicle for a company that essentially didn't inspire me, didn't treat people 
people with integrity. I became depressed and that actually catapulted one of the greatest decisions of my life. I ended up going back to school full time to get a master's in counseling, went on to become a school counselor in the inner cities of New Jersey, worked with at-risk students, uh, hundreds and yeah, thousands of them across the years. So it was a privilege for me to do that work. And in that time, because I began that career in 2005 and, and it was a dream, you know, to work with young people and their families and, and have a chance to be of service in that way. In that time, I realized that the school system was not really the highest service for them. That the, the, in many, many ways, we were disservicing so many of those students because the focus is not on their really, truly their well-being. It's conditioning them to be test takers. We're really very much a one-size-fits-all environment where young people learn to answer questions and repeat back information. And true critical thinking, whether from adults or children, is truly frowned upon, diminished, discouraged, and even punished. So in order to survive in the school system for as long as I did, I had to actually put a bubble around my sights and only focus on what I could change, Mm -hmm. right? So every morning I'd make my prayers, please spirit, help me say what the kids need to hear so that, that I could be of service to their day and hopefully make a difference in their lives. And I did this with so much love. So it was a very, a big surprise to me when I one day realized the bubble burst. And this happened while the North Dakota Access Pipeline was taking place. You know, we had just had a change of uh, president at that time and seeing that people were having trouble getting clean water in Lake Michigan. I said, what am I doing if people can't have clean water? I'm not living my fullest potential by talking to young people about their report cards. And and yeah, and more than 70% of them look miserable, checked out. We're forcing them to have a, you know, to define themselves based on their academic performance and missing out on so much intuitive ability, emotional intelligence, and all their unique talents because we're all being zombified by institutions. So I have this epiphany. I need to leave the school system. And then I end up Googling. Oh, God, this is so big. What's big? The Grand Canyon is really big. So how I got to Sedona to answer your question was really to celebrate the decision that I made to leave my job because I never thought I was going to leave my job. I was so self-identified as a school counselor. It was a shock to me as it was to everyone in my community. And then I, uh, upon 24 hours of arriving to Sedona, lo and behold, because I am really aware of how intuition works, realized it was such a massive bypass to my analytical mind because I booked a flight, a car, a BNB, and never saw a picture of Sedona. I actually came precisely to be in a flow state and just celebrate. And it was through my the nonstop serendipity and Moses literally coming out from the sky saying, you got to move to Sedona, that I felt the call and I answered it. Wow. Wow. Oh my God. I need to unpack this intuitive ability. Okay. How does that happen? Because I mean, I know each of us have like a little bit of intuition, but there's those of you like yourself that have that ability to really, really hone in on that. So how do you do that? Please unpack that. Please tell us, how do you get that? Oh, well, first of all, we're born with it. So you may find that you may, you know, you from your daughter and listeners with children may be able to tell tons of stories like of massive like intuition like a little boy for example one of my girlfriends her son three years old at the beach and he said mama I don't want to go in the water and she goes why papito and he's like 
no, I don't want to go. And all of a sudden, a huge wave full of jellyfish, like hundreds of jellyfish. So the little boy knew three years old that he shouldn't go into the water. And, uh, you know, so uh, examples like that. So we're born with it. But what ends up happening is because it's not an intelligence that's actually talked about or encouraged or supported in any kind of way by uh, traditional institutions, you know, the school system is and there is value. I I please I want to make sure that I emphasize that learning how to read, learning how to write, learning how to follow directions, learning how to work in in teams. All of that is important, but we're only focusing on that skill to the detriment of the other, you know, it feels like it's not being, it's very, very little honoring of intuitive ability. What in art class in gym class a little bit that you get, we need more unstructured time and more guidance to develop that. So really what, what ended up happening with me is I was really inspired, not only from my work as a counselor and, and studying different spiritual practices, but also teaching experiential group dynamics for three years. So I I was able to teach a a leadership course that was five credits. So it was daily that I taught to groups of 20, 18 year olds for three years. And it was based on experience. And I was like, okay, people have to experience. It doesn't matter what you say. People have to experience their own intuitive intelligence. They have to get their own downloads. If not, it doesn't mean anything. So that kind of really started to plant the seeds to inspire me. How do we create experiences where people can develop their own? So what I do, you know, so it really is a journey to rediscover how much intuitive ability you have as an adult. And you kind of, it's a dance because you want to honor, there's nothing wrong with honoring and integrating all the academic information that we take in. I loved school, by the way. I got straight A's and it was easy because I love, you know, history and reading and science and how electrons find their balance and homeostasis. And I love nutrition and I love information in general. So that's beautiful. It has a place. Let's honor that. But how can we mix that with being truly present so that our intuition, which we can think of as our higher self, mm-hmm. a non-physical intelligence that is us, but also in the field of information that is part of the divine cosmic fabric of the universe that made us, that when we tap in to this, you know, when we align the higher self with our human self, we're able to practice the art of living intuitively. Mm, Oh my God, that was, oh, wow. I'm like, there's a lot to process. So yes, we need the academics, but let's expand more on the awareness of that there is something bigger than checkbox, you know, marking the checkbox or, or make, uh, getting an A on a test because it's more of like the emotional IQ as opposed to the reg- the IQ. What do they call it? EQ versus an IQ. Like that is far more important, right? Because now if you, you know, as a student, you can just Google everything, Google everything. You'll find your response, your, 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 your answer. But when you dig deep internally, and find your intuition, that's where magic happens, right? Oh my mm-hmm. God, I love this. So how can someone work with you to get this intuition or to have more practice? Like what, do we sign up for a course? How do we get this from you? Well, I will say that it, this type of intelligence to develop is 
a unique process for everyone. And it is very much worthy of college level courses, which I so happen to be creating experiential group process. I actually do have a class called Parenting Future Leaders that's on embodyyouralchemy.co right now. And that's also a very intuitive program that is adaptable. So parents that are wanting to work with young people, you know, with their children and inspire them can learn these techniques and approaches that they can apply to their child to inspire their greatest intuition and learn as they go themselves. Cause that's an intuitive process for both the parent and the child. I also have a series, right? Uh, the Powerful Parents Program. So I have an eight-week coaching program, actually, that I will be launching this year. And people can always reach out to me for one-on-ones because I do one-on-one retreats here in Sedona. So if an individual does want to come and have a really intimate journey with talk therapy, with I can combine herbalism, I can combine qigong, I could bring in yoga, hiking, spending time by the water, by the beautiful creeks of Sedona, so where I actually spend time with you and help you practice ways that are going to work for you. So it is an intuitive process for me too, if I'm going to work one-on-one with people, but I have a program, an eight-week program for parents and for adults actually activate your sixth sense that is also available on embodyyouralchemy.co, activate your sixth sense, with the, which is a journey through an ancient symbol which is going to activate people's intelligence. So I think that my approach is really to help stir you intellectually, help inspire you, help ignite. And I'll do that by sharing research, by sharing stories. Storytelling is very important in this art form because you get to intuitively take away what feels good for you. And then also me giving you exercises and practices and we can create definitions for intuition together. Because if you start to Google this topic, you're going to find that there's so many different definitions and so many people contributing and it's all beautiful. But what's going to work for you? What's going to empower you to really be that? Because then all of your life will benefit your relationships, your work, your ability to to create, be it a beautiful environment in your home, be it new ideas, new projects in your workspace. We are so limitless. And unfortunately, our conditioning through the school system has always had us defer our power to an external authority. So how do we, you know, like, oh, da, 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 da. So all of my programs, essentially anyone that's going to work with me one-on-one, be part of an eight-week program with me, download one of my courses on the site. Everyone is going to receive some level of support to embody their own alchemy. And it is a journey. And the more that you practice this, the more that you talk about this, the more you spend time with people that can really honor you, honor everything you've been through, Right. And and work with you where you're at. Yeah. Because, you know, we're not going to vibrate at a seven, say, for example, and I'm just using metaphors. Right. But if we're vibrating in a place of deep shame, that's okay. You know, we've all been there. That vibration, we can't jump to the Buddha field right away. We've got to go on a journey so that it can get little, you know, we can't have quantum leaps in that process. But there is a more often than not journey that's longer with quantum leaps spread out in between. And that's why you want to work with someone like me, for example, because I'm going to help you get the language, help you understand the frameworks, the context, the possibilities. You know, I have a lot of different experiences in my own spiritual growth and in my training 
that can be of service to people. So healing, I've also, by the way, been healing naturally since 2005. So I'm also a person that is quite gifted in helping people come up with protocols using natural remedies and can help you do the impossible. If your doctor tells you you can't do it, well, maybe you want to sit with me first. (laughs) Precisely. I think that our listeners need to really think about this because there are alternatives other than just Western medicine. I And I know it might be controversial, whatever, but let's just go back. Like, how did we used to heal ourselves? It was through plants. It's nothing new. It's just now it's resurfacing here in America, if you will. But in our native, I mean, with me, like my family from Mexico, I remember walking in and having my mom talk to a sobador. And I'm like, like, who's a sobador? <laughs> and it's a person who, like, basically massages your muscles and, and takes away all the body aches. Oh, you had a belly ache. Oh, estás empachado. And then I remember they would, like, turn you face down and then they would crack your back. Like, this is so abnormal, if you will, in America. But these are healers and it works. It truly works. And if you are now you know, suffering from an ailment, it behooves you to seek out alternative measures, just as Laura was talking about. She's a healer and she knows everything about plant medicine. Let me tell you, when I was at her place, she gave us this tea. I think it was pink. Was it pink tea? I think it was pink. Basil. I probably give you basil or peppermint. (laughs) <laughs> it, it was a tea that I hadn't had in my life. And I remember you saying that this was good for women who have been diagnosed with cancer, like breast cancer in particular. Oh, clover. Yes, clover, clover. And I mean, it is so simple and so easy and it's a tea and it has healing properties. And so I know that you know a lot, Laura, about the healing medicine. Can you tell us more about that? Because I know I do a disservice. (laughs) Oh my goodness, and please, and I want to just say, I I far from know everything about plant medicines. There's so much to know, and I'm always a student, but certainly very passionate and have studied under a woman named Robin Rose Bennett, who's very prominent on the East Coast and has published two amazing books on herbalism, and I highly recommend them. You'll learn a lot from them. But uh, to really just invite your listeners to consider that, Uh, creator makes everything with a purpose and every plant has something to offer. So when you think about, for example, let me just take a say like ginkgo biloba has over 200 constituents. Two or three have been identified as helpful for alleviating anxiety and depression. But if I'm a pharmaceutical company and I try to extract those two or three components and then make a synthetic version of them and then give you give you that as your medicine i'm actually highly likely to give you a lot of side effects because we don't yet understand for example or the pharmaceutical companies don't understand the synergy the unique synergy that is the 200 constituents of the plant so in the art of herbalism we are honoring and also restoring the wisdom that was passed on by tribally and communally in every continent, because there's herbalists in Croatia, there's herbalists in, in Africa, there's herbalists in, in Latin, all over, in Latin America, in every continent, there's herbalism and figuring out 
how a plant can work with you. So say, for example, you have breast cancer. Well, red clover might be a wonderful ally for the majority of women. However, that it may not be for all. So the wonderful way that, that, you know, herbalists work is really that there is not a one size fits all. You really want to get to know the person, know their diet, know their lifestyle, know that because every plant has a personality and we want that the personality of the plant to also match the personality of the person. So that then we're working together to heal from the inside out so that while it may not be as fast as an antibiotic, which is really just treating the symptoms, when you work with something such as herbalism, you're actually going to uh, work with your body's natural intelligence. Mm-hmm. It, your body doesn't have to, you know, has to work harder to process something synthetic. Your body already knows how to process plants. There's a less step. There's a, not a big step there. There's already synergy. Right. So when you work with that, it may take longer. It may take longer, but it doesn't have to. It doesn't always. Honestly, I actually got into herbalism because I was taking antibiotics for years for a chronic problem with my lymphatic system in my throat, right? So I was taking antibiotics and the antibiotics was destroying my immune system, Mm -hmm. destroying the lining of my gut, destroying my, like my skin was getting dry. I was becoming irritable, depressed. It was way too long to be on antibiotics. My body was in in revolt. And the minute I started working with homeopathy and with herbalism, I'd get better in hours without side effects. You know, and if you talk to a lot of Western doctors, oh, hogwash, they don't believe it. My experience was so powerful that I never looked back. I said, well, I'm going to actually heal myself naturally from everything now on because I don't actually trust fully this Western medicine practitioners. If I do have to work with them because testing is really helpful, like, okay, I'm going to take a test. I want to know how the results are coming out in my blood work, for example. But once I have the diagnosis, if I'm not able to diagnose it myself because I'm very intuitive, right? And I can feel, hey, my stomach's out of it. It's really kind of very much about early detection. This loops us back to intuition and saying, my goodness, my stomach's been trying to get my attention for a long time. Or, hey, my lips are really dry. Maybe I'm really thirsty. So if you catch it sooner, you won't, you know, you will barely or rarely get sick. Because you're catching it intuitively because you're aware of your body. Right, right. And once we are really, you know, once we do have an ailment and it's okay, we don't want to judge our ailments because we live in a world where there is a, a lot of pollutants, uh, chemicals in our food, yeah. in our air, in right. the water. So, you know, I want to kind of, you know, make sure that I mention that it may not be like, oh, you've been this like bad person or, you know, you're... Uh, working energetically out of alignment. It's all, don't judge yourself. We are human and we don't always take very good care of ourselves. And sometimes our body is the gift, right? The body is like your musical instrument. Hey, Jackie, (laughs) trying to get your attention. You know, I want to, you know, I want to heal. So it's going to let you know. So really there is a beauty. Everyone can learn themselves. And I love that. It's like, kind of like, hey, you can learn, you can do this. But obviously the benefit of working with somebody that has had practice is their experience, right? And all the wisdom and the the knowledge that they bring to learning how to create protocols and helping you adjust and adapt and create healthy expectations so that you know that, hey, you know, it might take you three months. It might take you six months to work on this. This didn't happen overnight. But however, you will feel better on the other side. And it's I'll tell you, Jackie, I can't even, you, well, you know, yes. it's so empowering. It's so empowering yes. to you know, make your own medicine. It really, really is. Well, absolutely. I mean, when I tried that tea and just going back to the, you know, 
trying that tea and I thought, wow, this is so easy, so simple, but yet so powerful. Why don't we know about this? I mean, why don't we have this education? And of course, it all comes back to corporate America and pharmaceuticals, and they don't want you to know about these healing remedies. Like ayahuasca, my understanding, it, like, it has the principles to combat depression. So why don't we legalize that? So I'm just, I'm, medicines, right? yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it has to do with the fact that we have these pharmaceutical companies and, you know, big pharma trying to keep us down, keep us sick. You know, we got these insurance premiums, we got to get them. So, oh my God. Now, yes, I love this whole, the herbs, everything. Now, can the herbs coexist with Western medicine? In other words, can you take both of them? Yeah, absolutely. There are going to be doctors and naturopaths that will have a greater expertise than I do. And there is something called the A to Z Herbal Interaction Guide. So those, you know, these kind of books are are published. They're widely available on Amazon. So you can absolutely, I do encourage people to find ways to honor themselves. You know, in the wise woman tradition, you know, everything is medicine. So say, for example, you choose chemotherapy as your treatment. That's your wise woman, right? Mm-hmm. You have a right to choose chemotherapy for cancer if you like. Right. You know, I would love to have an opportunity to share with you about all these other ways that people have healed cancer if you are open to hearing that. But I think that really it everyone has to honor their truth. And we are all on our hero or heroine's journey. So we can show up for those people that want that, right? So if you want to work with someone, you will seek and you will find because Mm -hmm. we exist people that will help you work with both herbal medicine and Western medicine if it's something that, you know, people are nervous about and then how to transition, right? Because for example, I helped, oh my God, she was in her seventies. I helped a 70 year old woman transition off of 30 years of clonopin by drinking tea that we would steep for seven to eight hours. So she, it was huge. It took her months to have the courage, but she kept coming back and she kept, she really believed in herself by hearing me, right? I'm like, you know, giving her these really strong and powerful messages and seeing her in the highest light. And she had a lot of courage because those first two weeks were extremely uncomfortable. I mean, really, really painful. She went through quite an intense process, but it's been three years and she's still drinking the teas and she's not, and she hasn't gone back to the clonopin and she's in her seventies. Wow. It was a huge one of my like, yeah, testimonial. I'm really proud of because, because it stuck. It stuck because she had the determination to allow herself. So there are herbs that can help people get off antidepressants and then support them fully. So that's actually really one that's very doable. Right. And that's something that a lot of us are experiencing. So do you think that in order to heal yourself, you really have to have that mindset of that this plant is going to help me heal? Do you you believe that? I think the inner is the outer and our thoughts do have a profound effect on our reality. And, you know, you can heal taking Western medicine. You can heal working with herbal medicine. Mindset is a huge thing. The placebo effect is powerful. Yeah, let's, let's actually honor that. Why are we shaming a placebo effect? Let's actually honor that your thoughts. My approach really is finding the spiritual energy behind the ailment. Because in my experience of healing myself naturally, say, for example, the ovaries, you know, the ovaries are associated with 
feeling respected by others, by, you know, others outside of yourself. So I had a, a time in my life where my, one of my ovaries blew up. It was like three times the size, Goodness. you know, because I had had a conflict with you know, people in my family because they didn't respect me because I am a herbalist. <laughs> so they, you know, so was, they saw me kind of sick and they were like, no, you've got this terrible stomach flu. You yeah. need to go to the hospital. You need Stop to take here. medicine. And I'm like, no, I need to take natural medicine. And it took me a little bit of research to figure out. So they were worried because I wasn't able to hold down food for a few days. But essentially, I, you know, just in a little nutshell, I end up going to the hospital and, you know, they gave me like um, the IV, but I still wasn't fully recovered. It wasn't until I started to take tincture that comes from the bark of a tree that I healed again within a day or two, you know, from so the bark of a tree, the bark of a tree. Like, how do we even know this stuff? I mean, more people like you need to be out there and tell us and show us. I'm just so honored that you're here speaking to us on Amiga Handle Your Shit because ladies, amigas, part of handling your shit is also getting in tune with your spirituality, your guardian and nature plants because those are the things that are necessary in your life. Like, I mean, I'll never forget the ceremony that you had us go through in Sedona. I mean, it was so beautiful, so magical to be in in the mountain and go through that. I thought, wow, if more people can experience Laura the way we experience Laura, so many individuals will be healed, literally healed. And I'm I'm so honored that you're here. And por favor, amigas, escuchen, escuchen. Sí hay medicinas, pero hay medicina aquí, en las plantas. So don't think that when you get that diagnosis of cancer, because it's a horrible diagnosis, that it's the end. No, no, there's a, a way, there's a different way, right? I mean, because as you were saying, like there's these herbs that can help you and heal you. And I'm just like so ecstatic for you and, and excited for what is next. So tell us what is next for you because you've got so much going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, Angel. Thank you so much. And, you know, I love you. The plants love you. The plants love all of us. They're here to support us and being our most brilliant self. So thank you for being an ally of this earth and of plant medicine and of us uh, learning how to heal from the inside. And thank you so, so much for that. I am very excited because I'm in the process of shifting my work from being a word of mouth to really creating more of an online presence. And people can now start downloading my courses and learning more about my work by following me on Facebook. My personal page is Laura Marcos. My business page is Alchemy for Everyone with the number four. Also on Instagram, Alchemy for Everyone with the number four. I'm on LinkedIn and my courses and my work are available at embodyyouralchemy.co. So if anyone has any questions for me or wants to reach out to me personally, I have a retreat space in Sedona. I'm happy to host you and personalize a three or four day retreat experience for you or for your friends. I've actually also done retreats here by word of mouth on activating your sixth sense, a journey through the medicine wheel where we go through air, fire, water, earth, 
above, below, and the center. This I represents. Can't wait to do that. <laughs> yeah, it represents the different aspects of ourselves, and I have phenomenal testimonials. Everybody cried in the retreat, so I'm just really honored and and feel so blessed that I was able to listen to my intuition so that I could be of greater service. Because I feel that that's been my prayer for so many years. Every morning, I would just pray. You know, spirit, help me just be of service. So I have to just express my immense gratitude for the for the spirits in the universe that are helping me and guiding me and supporting me and helping me activate people's levels of awareness in a way that I can't predict. It just happens. So I'm so I am I'm so blessed in Sedona that people are, you know, just organically many times just receiving downloads, insights, spontaneously healing in my presence. And I really practicing just the law of least effort in regards to that because, you know, I am embodying a lot of the practices that I teach others so that way I can model through example and also walk with you as you learn to embody your own magic because nothing would make me happier. Oh my God. You said something that I'm like, whoa, the law of least, what is it? The law of least resistance? Was it that you said? I said the law of least effort because the thing is, I want to help people be an embodiment because once you're in embodiment, the magic's happening through you. So, you know, my life is a testimony because a lot of times people experience spontaneous healings with me. And I don't know if that's going to, you know, I don't know if that's going to happen. I I do. How do I guarantee that? But yet it's not unusual for that to happen when people get to spend time with me. So that's kind of the magic that I get to learn you. I get to grow with you. I get to see you. I get to see myself in you, my own blind spots, my own areas for growth and always work to be better with you as I share and guide and inspire and hopefully activate some of your intuitive genius along the way. Oh, intuitive genius. Yes. I love that. I love, 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 love. We're definitely going to put in the show notes, your website and your Instagram, all those things so that people can get in touch with you because, oh my God. I mean, if I'm going to say Laura is like candy, I love candy. (laughs) You know, it's such a treat. It's such a treat. I love it. Before we end our conversation, I always ask my guests, if you could share with us one or two things of how some advice about how an amiga can handle their shit, because it's quite obvious that you did, you handled your shit. So tell us if you could please let us know one or two things. How can we handle our shit? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Wow. What a beautiful question. And again, thank you so much for this opportunity and I think like a quick tip, you know, for people, for all of us, like if there's a moment that we feel like really un, like overwhelmed or not grounded is to bring awareness to our senses, right? Like bring your awareness to your feet, you know, feel the air on your face. And another technique that's really powerful is just to feel how far you can hear to the left and hear how far you can feel to the right. And actually just this little simple technique helps bring you out of the mind and into the body. And the body is filled with emotions and wisdom. And I wanna um, plant the seed for emotions being such a powerful source of wisdom. 
and writing them out and giving yourself permission to write them out because it's really uncomfortable, right? When we're angry, when we see injustice, when we're confused, there's so much happening in the world, in in the collective, in our communities. And we need to come into our center so that we can respond with ease and grace, really just respond with grace to what's happening around us. So if you can bring any attention to your body, like wiggle your hands around, maybe actually do a little mudra, you know, put your index finger and your thumb together. And that actually represents bringing the mind and the lungs. So the thumbs represent the ethers and the index fingers, the lungs and mind and lungs. So mind and breath. That's why you see a lot of pictures of people meditating where they're holding their index finger and their thumb together. And just anything to bring awareness to your body really is going to help you listen more closely to the wisdom that's already inside you and hopefully tame those feelings, calm them, soothe them, honor them. Thank you for being angry. Thank you because there is a lot of anger that's appropriate. Anger is also really, it's authentic. We need to get anger. Anger is how we can create change and create clearer boundaries for ourselves. So my tips will be give yourself permission to truly feel whatever it is that you're feeling. Focus on your breath. Bring your awareness to your body. Bring your awareness to your feet and create space. Create space for yourself in whatever form with nature if you can so that you could hear your intuition a little bit more clearly or give it an opportunity to move through you. And the more that you practice that, even two minutes of silence a day, your brain is going to thank you. Your nervous system is going to thank you. Your family is going to thank you because you're going to be making better decisions all around. So lots more that we could talk about on that front, but that's a very, very powerful quick tip. Oh my God, that is super powerful. I mean, this this is, it's just the meditation just being silent and, and not enough people do this. We're just on the go, 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 go. But amigas, yeah, amigos, because we have some amigos that listen. If we could just dedicate two minutes, that's it, two minutes of silence and meditate. Wow. Yes, it calms the nervous system. It breaks the pattern. And that's what we need. We need to break the pattern. Just having this conversation with you, Laura, as I'm I'm putting my fingers, my thumb with my index finger, and I'm thinking, oh God, I love this. I love, I want more of this. (laughs) I want more of this. Oh, well, you and I can talk forever and ever and ever. I know. I'm certainly going to check out a retreat. And amigas, you need to actually check her retreats. She's amazing. She's beautiful. And I mean, she has a house that is just filled with art and vibrant energy. So I love you, Laura. Thank you so much. And till next time. I love you too, amiga. Bless your heart. And may we continue to grow strong and abundantly in every department. I love you. Uh, Oh, también. Lo mismo, mi vida. (laughs) Ciao. Ciao. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit Podcast. If anything resonates with you today, please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. 
Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima.